this and every episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast brought to you by People State Bank, Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport, the Andrews Insurance Agency, and Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Let's go white. And welcome to another episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast. Of course, David King on assignment this week. He's out in the field uh, doing what he do. And uh, so just three of us, and that three would be myself, Brian Emmons, and Mr. Chip Jamerson. Congrats. I got a message from King Farms yesterday. Record-setting planting day in the field with uh, corn and our beans or or both. There was like two records they set yesterday, I know. It was was a record-setting day. (laughs) And the other uh, of this triad... My brother, old number nine, Mr. Gary Emmons. Uh, good, good afternoon, guys. Well, I think it's time to come back to do another another episode here. I don't know what number is this. Oh, Mid sixties, yeah. And I think this is uh, this is one of our favorites. Chip, what are we doing tonight? Well, it, we do it in early May every year. This is the prom episode. We've covered fifteen proms so far. We're going to cover five more tonight, so we'll be at twenty proms. Um, so I think we've covered 84 to 98, maybe 84 to 98 or 99, somewhere in there. And so, um, but we haven't covered anything before 1984 and tonight we are doing 1979 through 1983, a five prom episode. Well, I can tell you, I've got 1981 and I can tell you right now, prom was a big deal in 1981. It was a big deal. I mean, such the excitement that, for me at least, I'm sure I know it was for you guys too, just when it became prom day and it just the, when we were, especially we were younger, we weren't old enough to, to be going yet and have an opportunity to see everybody out in their yards taking yeah. pictures and oh my, I mean, it was like uh, the whole town was a buzz with prom and I know it was yeah, just so always cool. Somebody in our neighborhood would have been prom eligible, so there was always action in our neighborhood. I mean, of course, I've talked about before, I remember standing in Gary and Brian's yard. <clears throat> On 1045 Adams Street in their Franklin Street side of the yard, watching Mike Hill pick up Susan Dewar at the house. Uh, that was a big prom moment. I always remember watching that um, date um, go to prom. I think they were both members of the musical that spring, so I'm not sure if that's when the the date the question was popped during musical practice, but uh, good chance it was. Now, were you guys, was either your proms, were they at the high school or were you off-site? We were off-site. Yeah, so off-site. Yeah, me too. We were in Vincennes both years, which, um, as you do research, was was a hot topic. And and matter of fact, I even read Vincennes Lincoln had a had a like a big controversy going on of where they were going to hold theirs. So, um, really, really interesting yeah. stuff. In the early years, um, everybody knows it being off site now, but um, it was at the high school in the early years. 
And in some of the years that we'll cover tonight, it was at the high school. <clears throat> Bar Reeve had their prom a couple of weeks ago, and it, it's at the high school. And, man, did they do a great job of decorating and, and just did a really good job. But I think Red Hills prom was last weekend, right, as we record this? Um, yes. It's it's funny now. It's it's everybody's kids that are are going to prom that we know, or in some cases maybe grandkids. Yes, yeah, <clears throat> But this uh, episode, just like all of them, we talk about right at the top of the show, is brought to you by Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport, <clears throat> Andrews Insurance Agency, People State Bank, and of course Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. We'll hear more from those good folks as we move through the episode um i think people enjoyed the last episode the game show gary did a great job coming up with questions for that yep definitely i mean it was difficult there's no doubt about that i'm not sure if listeners uh i know mom our mom said she knew a few of them she was proud of herself but they, those are some really toughies for sure yeah and, and i or she said i finally didn't let the class of 87 down i i didn't choke it away at the end i came through with yep. a victory so i was very proud of that Although Carrie Hill uh, mentioned that D- Dave got all the tough questions. He got, <laughs> David's at a disadvantage anyway at this game. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, you know, being a uh, south of Bridgeport kid that didn't come to town hey, very much. or He's in a tractor all day. He could start back at episode number one and just yeah. listen and, and be ready for and, the next time. And the access to Bridgeport leaders that he could spend access hours at on. the Lawrence County Historical Society. We've given him full access to every Vincent Sun commercial ever made. That's right. We've given him that. Yeah, we're not going to listen to too much <laughs> whining from him. So, Kerry, uh, don't David's not. I mean, he's got his chances and his opportunities too. Well, I'm just listen. I finally didn't goof it up at the end and fumble on the one yard line. So, um, I'm going to take my victory and mm-hmm. run with it. All right, here we go. Um, I tell you what, before we start, why don't we just talk about um, Andrew's insurance agency? If if you're gonna if you're gonna go uh, if you're gonna sleep at night knowing that your family is protected. And then if there's a catastrophe or a minor bump in the road, Terry Andrews and Justin Shear are your independent insurance agents, and they will take care of you, make sure you've got the coverage that you need, whether it's your home, your car, your business, farm and crop, whatever you need. Andrews Insurance Agency, you know where they're located. Stop by and say hi to those guys and let them, now being part of the Burkhart Insurance Agency, let them Help you sleep at night knowing that you are protected. All right, 1979. Who's my man on that one? I've got 1979. So I will, I'm going to start off with a poem here. Oh, oh. I wasn't hey. ready for that. And this was, <clears throat> this was written by a member of the class of 79. So this was a senior, Barbara Adams. And she wrote a poem that appeared in the yearbook, and it's called The Disco Prom. Now, did Barbara Adams write for the, no, that was Barbara Allender. Right. Yeah. Who became a writer for the paper. So, okay. And I don't know what Barbara Allender's maiden name is. So I, this could be her. I don't know. Well, that's true. I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah. Good call. Well, the Great, great connection there. So Barbara Adams, the disco prom. Okay. The walls are black. The lights flicker beneath the floor of glass. Patterns of light dance in the walls. The music pounds as Ooh. dancers float in the midst of a mysterious fog. Wow. Couples dressed in the finest attire dance to the disco beat as the disco fever spreads like fire. 
And that's by Barbara Adams. Man. And, wow. That yeah. was <laughs> That, was, uh, that, that like, hit me. That, that hit home. That's like getting hit yeah, right yeah. in the head with a disco ball. Yeah, we'll have more on Barbara Adams in a, in a later. Oh, I in have this. a feeling we will now. And um, it, as Barbara said in the poem, it is disco prom. They really wanted to make sure, make the point that this was going to be a disco this year. And providing <laughs> the music was going to be the wizard out of Evansville was going to make the trip up to Lawrence County to the, the wiz the wizard. The wizard, I assume oh it's a my. DJ oh, wow. company, I would assume. Um, yeah, it says music provided. I don't think it was a live band, so I'm assuming a DJ. Uh, we're going to be holding this prom on Friday, May 11th. So it was a Friday prom. I know we're all familiar with Saturday proms. I don't think anybody could even imagine, not at Red Hill or anywhere, a Friday prom anymore because there's so much. Oh, hoop, the girls hoopla. Get to get in the, yeah, it's getting their hair done and all. And every the pictures and the everything that goes along with it. I mean, these kids went to school till three o'clock and they were at a prom <laughs> a few hours later. I mean, it was just business as usual. Yeah. Um, but that was the norm back then and times change. So like I said, we're having a Friday prom mm. and the, we have a, the prom, the theme is last dance, which, um, classic Donna of, summer song. Yeah, so it was the last dance because the juniors are putting this prom on oh. <laughs> for um, when they could have been going the, the Donna Summer song, too. They do have a different song, though. Um, yeah. But um, the juniors are putting this prom on for the seniors. So this is the seniors' last last dance as a Red Hill High School student. But they do have a different song theme, and that is Somewhere in the Night. I assume by Barry Manilow. Helen Reddy had a hit with it also, but Manilow's hit was in 78 so I assume that they're using Manilow's version somewhere in the night. Well, you know what? Let's. Why don't we just take a just take Let's a little listen, listen at old. It's a Barry. great song. It is a good song. Been listening to it this afternoon. Gonna start off, start off slow for all you lovers out there. <clears throat> I'm sure. Okay, let's skip ahead just a touch here, Barry. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know how Manilow's song, he really picks up the intensity. <laughs> here we go. Uh, we're, we're picking it up. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Barry Manilow. Just imagine the wizard spun this song a few times that night, I'm sure. I only get to play one time. Uh, somewhere in the night from Barry Manilow. Oh. The sweet stylings of Mr. Barry Manilow. I'll get in. I'm not going to give the winners away yet, just yet, but I'm going to go ahead and give you the court, let you think about that for a little while. While I go through some news that was happening, it was a, it was a pretty busy week around town. I mean, the, the world doesn't stop because it's prom week. There's a lot that goes on. So we'll get to that in a moment. So our court this year, of course, let's start with the queen candidates. We will have Lori Latch, Norma Smith, Anita Shoulders. Susan England and Terry Laughlin. Those will be your five queen candidates. Now, remember, these are juniors. This is the class of 1980. Yeah, don't forget that. That is up on court because I know a lot of schools, like, for example, Lawrenceville has their seniors as their court. Red Hill traditionally always has had the juniors on the court. Those are your queen candidates. And then your king candidates this year will be John Sumner. We've heard about him in some wrestling or track or something in past episodes. Uh, Jim Strange, a wrestler. I know I've covered his wrestling exploits. Yeah. Uh, Kent Cunningham, of <clears> course. <throat> um, 
the uh, Butch's brother, Monica and Joe Kent's uh, uncle, uh, Lee Akers, and Doug Dunahy. So those are candidates. I don't know if you guys know who won or if you want to make early or you want to save your predictions till a little bit later if you want to think on that for a little bit. I feel like um, I I feel like I know who won this ba- going back to my cause I was 11 years old. I'm starting to pay yeah. attention. <clears throat> I I I think it was Norma Smith. Okay. And any idea on the Kings, Sumner, Strange, Cunningham, Akers, Dunahy? Oh, I, I, I got to go Cunningham in that one. Kent Cunningham. Yeah. Gary, do you want to get involved in this? I'll, I'll guess Dunahy for the for the King, and then uh, was uh, Terry Terry Laughlin. Terry Laughlin. I'll go Terry Laughlin. Okay. Yeah. The, um. So, not, I this is early, and this would have been my kindergarten year. So, you know, I actually know more about these people through the podcast than I. Then knowing most of them at that time, uh, you are you guys friends with anybody on here? Your family, fa- friends of the family, or anything like that? Dunnehees? Did you guys hang out with the Dunnehees? No, I don't. I don't recall. I'm not okay. sure about that. I was four when this was, but <laughs> even later in life, I don't recall. Um, but yes. Uh, so now there's before I get into some news that week, there are some things that you need to keep in mind during prom. There's a lot okay. to remember here. Uh, first of all, because we're in the high school gym, the new gym they're calling it, even though. It's been around for about sixty years, I think. Um, <laughs> they're still calling it. It's new. newer. It's newer than the other one, yeah. right? So we're not talking about the new gym now. Remember, this is nineteen seventy nine. This is the gym where they play the basketball games in. This is where we're um, where, where we're at. Where we had a podcast. Yes, the public is allowed to see the decorations from five thirty to six thirty only. Ooh. Okay, I assume they're going to start around seven seven thirty. So if you want to see this beautifully decorated gym, you got to get there between five thirty and six thirty. You need to enter at that southwest door. If you're not okay. correct, that's right by the band room. Right, right okay? by the Robert Clymer band room. <clears throat> yes. So if you that's five thirty to six thirty, it's a strict time limit. Now. You might be asking, is that when the coronation is? I want to see coronation. Yeah. I've got news on that as well. Coronation is only open to parents and immediate family members. So right? what they your... don't want the whole town coming in. So them. if, let's say, uh, people that live down on uh, West Olive came yeah. in, looked around, saw the decorations, they are not allowed to stay. They're not allowed. They need to be out. We're going to clear the gym at Now, is there going to be an announcement made? Like, how does yes, that work? I, I'm guessing the wizard was probably setting up. And out, hey, can you? I'm assuming a little slip of paper was given to the wizard. Hey, can you announce him out? Six thirty. Get him out of here. He so, probably count, he probably counted them down. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any people that are not related to a student, I'm the wizard. <laughs> now, Woo, the wizard. Now, now let's be. Even relations have to leave at 6.30. Our coordination is not going to be till 9.15. So if you oh. oh. for the decoration walk, you're still out of here. Okay. Now, okay. I would say just come at 9.15 and just come. If you're, it's going to no make two trips. It's going to be dark in there. No one's going to run you out. <laughs> I say come on. So parents and immediate family members may enter and observe coordination between 9.15 and 10 o'clock. Um, I'm assuming they're probably going to start between 9.30, 9.45. It never starts. Exactly. So that gives you that 45-minute range. Um, now this, you must enter at the Northeast doors behind the gym. So that's like, okay. So if you come in that back door for ball games by the stage, which we know that door well from the podcast, that's the door you got to come in for corners. That Southwest door is now going to be locked. 
You got to come see. They're just trying to confuse people that don't have kids in school. I mean, when you're switching doors like that. So before I got in, I, I wanted to make sure that we covered all that. So let's get into a little bit going on that week. I just got a few, um, some things in sports and otherwise that were happening. Um, Rhett, as Gary, I think is covered on a, on, I assume we did the <laughs> 7980. Yeah, we did do the 7980 or this has been the 7879. Well, we haven't done 7879, but I know we've kind of talked about this before. We're without a football coach in 79 at this oh. time. The entire staff has resigned. Paul Tugall, Roy Diller, assistant coaches have resigned and Bill Huff has resigned. We know eventually Huff comes back. There's a, how T Ward wrote a story that, because back then, and we talked, it was in our, one of our researches one time, it was a requirement. You had to be a teacher in the school to be a coach. Yeah, right. So if you got, if none of your teachers want to coach, you're kind of stuck. It's not like you can go out and find someone in the community to come in Yeah. and there's no teaching openings. There might've been people that want to come and coach in the NEC. There's no Billy Gray going to walk in there and coach football. Right. Team. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Um, and if people, you know, even if coaches want, you know, from smaller conferences want to come coach in one of the great conferences in Southern Illinois, if there's no teaching job, you can't, you know, there's nowhere for it. They can't hire you unless they finagle some things. Eventually we know how <laughs> came back, but I know in how T words column, I mean, it was kind of a scathing, um, went off on teacher tenure a little bit, that these mm. tenured teachers, even though they're resigning from coaching, we can't fire them because they're tenured. Um, mm, so yeah. the, the, the teachers and the coaches are, the teachers are kind of holding all the cards. I here. mean, it does. It, yeah. I mean, it creates a problem. It's not. Yeah. So, and I'm glad that that rule was changed because I've known really good coaches that weren't teachers in school. It's great if you have a teacher in the school that is a really good coach. I mean, that's the perfect combination, but there's really good coaches that are not teachers that do a good, Billy Gray, a prime example of that, that do an excellent job and he's involved in the school a lot. So, but back then you, you, you he wouldn't have not, would not have been allowed. <laughs> um, so that, that's going on. Um we know eventually probably within the next month or so coach Huff is going to come back for uh, a couple more seasons. We had the NEC track meet. Saluki's finished fifth, which is um, I've seen wor much worse. Um, it's a <laughs> <laughs> So for us, like for us, that was NEC track. It's, it's difficult uh, being the smallest school. But um, so this was a, of course, this was a banner year for us because we had state, champion jay murphy on the squad uh brad zellers doug shank was a soft sophomore uh S steve spiller had a big meet so murphy of course won the 220 and 440 while under the weather um at that meet so congratulations to salukis on a fifth place finish um let's see here got a little red hill junior high track news for you Ooh. it's uh postseason time there and there's it was confusing and it was this way when I was in school. I mean, because I guess it just I would have been in junior high and six or seven years later. Um, there we were in two divisions. We played, we we ran in the IESA track meet and as well as the Southern Illinois Association track meet. They're hmm. still both around today. I mean, there's still two sanctions today. Hmm. And I guess if you want to register and pay the fee for both, yeah. you can get in them. So we were involved in two different sectionals with two different state tournaments. I can tell <laughs> you that uh, Melissa Sims, who will, we've heard about her shot putting exploits yeah. in uh, high school. Uh, she threw the shot 29-8 and that seems, um, that seems at the Southern good. Illinois track meet. Yeah. And in the IESA sectional. Uh, it wasn't coming up yet, but Sims and Tracy Skimmerhorn would be the only two competing there. So I assume they were just 
unless you, yeah, I don't know what the qualifying was and so forth. But so that's going on. But listen, Melissa Sims, just the beginning of big things in the shot put. I'm going to get into school board. This is what you really wanted to hear now. So I know this is we normally cover. And when we do 70, 78, 79, I know we will cover the school board meeting again. But people don't hear every episode. And plus, it's such a good meeting. It's worth covering twice. So let me move over here to my newspaper. So, of course, they're meeting on that Thursday night. Traditional second Thursday of the month. And let's see here. Do the, does Red Hill still get out like at early the days after school board meetings? Do you know though? Oh no, I don't think so. And not well. I guess I mean I. I don't assume they do, but yeah, that's. I right. don't. I don't recall that. When did that happen? That's what we always used to get. It. You always used to get out like at whatever two thirty or whatever. Yeah, on. that's where they do like their faculty meetings and things like that. Because I remember seeing my dad like <laughs> have faculty meetings there. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> But we got two main stories I want to go over here. One is we talk about seed school and the neighborhood of seed school a lot. Uh, the residents in the area want action taken. That's the that's the headline. Seed school area residents oh, want gosh. action. I hope I didn't do it. Um, let's see. Where Phil Petty has addressed the board. I think you guys. You're picturing where Phil Petty lived by chance? But it's got to be where Gary Glosser moved into, right? Exactly. The Petties lived right there across from Seed. So if you don't know where the Petties lived, you might know where Mr. Glosser lived. And so they're right there. A uh, lot of home runs, a lot of tennis balls in their yard over yeah. here. Yeah. The east side of Seed School. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. here's his complaint. Petty's speaking for, trying more, to think for what this several could, residents. What this could be. So you had the Shores, you had the Petties. We know that. that yeah. on, uh, Tucker's another block down the street. Um, the here we go. Echuses were on the corner. Oh, true. The Hales. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> the profanity used on school grounds after school hours. Uh, it was, so it was there's me. a lot of people on the school that was grounds Brian. and a lot of profanity. It's on weekends. It's happening. Sure. And all summer long. I mean, it's May 11th. It's almost summertime. Um, he's been here for a few summers now. He knows what's about to happen on seed school. Just rampant cussing. Uh, he has a quote. I have a four-year-old son. Dusty? Gary mentioned he was four, so it must be Gary's age. Yeah, that, Gary's good friend, Dusty Petty. Dusty Petty. Um, I have a four-year-old son that was about grabbed up by a man about 26 years old. Oh, my. And was cussed out with language that you wouldn't even use on a dog. Oh, oh man. man. So somebody cussed Dusty out um, on the playground. So this was kind of the last straw, I think, before he went to the school. Board. As it should have been. Yeah. He went on to say that the children of the area are subjected to this language and abuse every day. Mm. Along with the verbal abuse, Petty said the older persons are taking privileges of the school ground use away from smaller children in the neighborhood. What are they? The children are run off grounds by these older persons. So, are they playing basketball? The, yeah, and I saw it in the Sun commercial. It's a lot. The so it's not like the it's not like teenagers they're worried about. There's a lot of people in their twenties. They said that are <laughs> out here, and it's just making it uncomfortable. Well, it is a, even, I mean, they got to be playing basketball, right? Like, what yeah, else would, would they do? I mean, that's right by the petties. Well, I, don't think they're, they're, I don't think they're swinging. Just, yeah. <laughs> just hanging around. So yeah, the first and second creepy. grade side of the playground should be wide open. I would think. Um, if you want to play in that little hoop over there, um, so 
Petty said the police in Bridgeport had been contacted, but the response was that they had no jurisdiction on school grounds. I don't believe oh, I'm not buying on. that. Are you telling me you as a policeman, if there's something going wrong? At seed school on the weekends when no one's there. Sorry. It's like that square plot of land is not no, accessible. It's like it's like the purge on that <laughs> playground. No laws. Martial law. The board members stated that if they asked the authorities to keep certain people off the grounds by name, then the police would have authority to do so. So the board's saying as long as they give the the they're just, the police are just waiting on the board to give them permission. I well, let me the tell you, who, gonna, they're going to trespass them. Is what they're going to call it. Let me tell yeah. you who should have taken charge. Whoever made these rules for the prom that you can't come and watch the coronation if you're not a family <laughs> yeah. member. And, and Petty says maybe this. And I know we're having some fun with this story. And Petty knew we would be, so he comes back with another quote. Maybe this seems to be a little problem to everyone else, but living with it is something else. Mm. So. Well, Sorry now for listen, my... <laughs> for in case, you know, any of the Petty family's listening, it's funny in 2023. I don't know if it was True. funny in 1979. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would have been appalled. I would have been scared. I would have been appalled if I knew about I'm it. I'm appalled so. now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> we probably, we might have gotten run off. <laughs> I was just glad to hear it wasn't an 11-year-old doing it. <laughs> um, all so it says every board member there agreed they were in opposition to the situation going on at Seed School. Well, that's good. And they were in sympathy with the petition. If the, so I guess there's a petition going around. If the situation is not improved in a month's time, definite action would be taken. It would be a little weird if they were for it. Yeah. <laughs> and now we, um, this was a busy board meeting. Another parent, this one from Madison Street in Bridgeport, Madison, has okay. approached the board. Mike Kurtz. Mike Kurtz has approached the board. <laughs> oh, it was Mike wow. Kurtz. <laughs> and I'm glad to see this. This is awesome. Um, Mike has appeared before the board to question the elimination of physics from scheduled classes next year. They're oh, taking okay. physics out. And because he has, Mike has a son that's going to be a senior that needs physics. He has, uh, you know, aspirations to go on to college and they're expecting physics to be on his. Um, transcripts and they're taking out physics next year wow. uh, mr rice said that not enough students had enrolled for the class um for it to be offered hmm. you think mike kurtz just took that and shook his head said thank you very much for your answer Mr. i'm, rice. I'm gonna I say no back. in other words my boy's out of luck if he wants to take this next year Rice explained that a list of all available classes was given to board members. The students, he said, also received the list at the end of the school year to choose classes for next year. Uh, the schedule is then made for the coming year based on how many signed for the subject. So basically, we're out for next year. Maybe in the 8081, it'll come back, but that's not going to help. It's not going to help uh, Joe Kurtz. Uh, no, it might help no, Terry no. and Tina, but it's down the road. But it's not going to help, help Joe, Joe right Joe. now. Um, Holy cow! You think Harry Rice against Mike? That's a that's a Titanic tilt there. That's a heavyweight battle right there. And I know people are saying, "I think I thought this was a prom episode." Well, this is the night before prom. Yeah, I mean, stuff going on. This is what Um, Joe Kurtz is dealing with. Is he's trying to get his tux ready? (laughs) It's not all fun Um, and games. President Murphy, Jim Murphy said, "Now that is partly the board's fault, Mike. We have a policy that if there aren't twelve students signed up for class, we delete it from the schedule." So Murphy and Admits the board had the policy and it's their fault for 
not have more forward thinking that you could have fewer than that in a class. Good for him for taking responsibility. You think Mike Kurtz is going to stay? So Kurtz comes back. All right. Would it be all right if he went to Lawrenceville to take that class? Forward thinking. Mike there, thinking out of the right, box. Yeah. He was then told Lawrenceville High School would not accept his son without tuition. Okay. But oh. Mr. Kurtz comes back. Well, will the board pay for his tuition then? Makes sense. The school yeah. can't offer yeah. it. And, and you've then, already admitted that you should be offering it. He was told the board would not pay for the tuition and that the only way the class would be offered if the ruling of the 12 student enrollment was changed. Mr. Kurtz comes back. He's going to make a motion. So what you're saying is that there will be no physics offered next year. President Murphy comes back, not the way it stands now. Kurtz was told that a physics class was offered at some colleges for students who were unable to take the class in high school. He was also told his son could take that class while still in high school, but it would not be counted as a high school credit. <laughs> okay, I'm going to switch right. to page 12 here. Oh, so they were, they, now they had to be ready for this, right? Like they had to be tipped off. Mike's coming. They've got all these answers. Well, it seems like, yeah, because I'm sure he had been talking to um, Mr. Rice and, yeah. um, and I believe, and then it kind of skips around. I don't think there's any more on that, but that kind of covers also, it's one of those things we're kind of leaving you hanging as the listener. We don't know if they ended up getting physics. Hopefully they made a motion and waived that. Um, we need to do this school year so we can find out what happens. Yes. Um, or, or if Joe listens, Joe, let us know what the heck happened. <laughs> yeah, true. And and then, of course, uh, just the other big news was um, Mr. Schrader and Mr. Brookhart, the principals at Washington and Petty, respectively, have both uh, will be resigning on June 15th. At the so, same time. Job well done to wow. Mr. Brookhart and Mr. Schrader as pr longtime principals so, uh, in the school district. So 7980 is going to be a big year as far as uh, change in the district. Yeah, so I guess that's when Don Cook goes out to Washington, right? And then it brings Robin Dixon into that third grade job at Seed School. I'm already kind of playing some of this out Dom right now. The dominoes are falling. Yeah, and then I think they started splitting Sumner and Petty. It was the same principal. I think they shared that uh, there. So, um huh. And congratulations to my mom. She was a half-time teacher at Washington, and she has just been given the full-time job at Sumner. She'll oh, be nice. fourth grade at Sumner, and Neela Stolting is going to take that part-time job at Washington. She had young kids at the time, so I assume she was wanting, because we know she was full-time before, because she had Brian's, she wanted Brian's elementary school teachers, so yep. she's going to go to a half-time job out at Washington for the time being. Do you remember that being a, a, an exceptional Christmas with that doubling of salary in the Jamerson? Yeah, channel? it was. It, it was a, it was an exciting time. She had a great class out there. Uh, it was the class of 88 would be her first class oh, of fourth yeah. graders at, uh, at Sumner. As we um, in 87 say, of course, 88's too late. Yep, she just missed that great Bobby Bowser class the year before. Um, just missed out on them. So that's a little bit going on with the school board. Um, a lot going on with the school board, actually. Yeah, big day. Yeah, that's an interesting thing when you're in a town of 2,300 people. When you go to the school board to complain about something, you're talking to people that you know, that you see around town. Yeah, That's a difficult situation sometimes, I'm sure, for everybody. It is. 
And uh, but yeah, I, I say that like I live in Chicago. I live in Montgomery, Indiana. I just <laughs> I guess I've just never had any reason to go to the school board. Yeah. Um, and just a couple other sports news here. Uh, Robinson uh, over Red Hill in uh, in baseball. Uh, we, we fell to two and ten. We're struggling this season. Uh, Stuart Murray. Gave up only two runs in the eight, two earned runs in the eight to three loss, but uh, five Saluki fielding miscues behind him yeah. told the story of this game. Um, of our three runs, they were scored by Joey Latch, Greg Boren, and Johnny Parrott. Um, some track news now, we did take we had a good track team that year, we know, but we did take a 104 44 loss to Marshall, which kind of surprised me in a dual meet. Um, but as I read on, Jay Murphy was out with an illness that week. I mean, he was sick at the NEC meet and yeah. ran there, but, um, and still won two events being sick at the NEC meet, but a dual meet against Marshall. I mean, not worth, um, I wonder if he went to the prom. Kind of, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Good point. Um, it's in your, and with sectionals coming up in a week or two, you're kind of looking at a little load management here too. I mean, there's no reason to like yeah. waste everything up at Marshall on their cinder track. I assume they had a cinder track back then uh, with sectionals coming up. And also Brad Zellers was out six. That's two seniors. You're probably your two best athletes, um, senior athletes. Now it all makes sense. And Chuck York was out. Chuck had to work work that night though. So (laughs) could not get out of work. Had to pick up an extra shift to get ready for the prom. He had to take Friday off. But there's a sophomore that came up to Marshall. We didn't win many events that night. Well, we won a few. But, I know who um, this is going to be. There's a sophomore that came up and won the 100 and 200. <laughs> he doesn't have Jay Murphy in his way right now. So he's winning these events. He's been coming second in all season. And who is it, Brian? Do you that, think? That's Mr. Doug Shank. Mr. Doug Shank pulled in the 100 and 200. Uh, Danny Grogan won the mile at 511. And the two-mile relay and the mile relay also won. Um, and other news, the baseball team, the, it, they're struggling right now. They're swept in a doubleheader by Edwards County, both by the 10 run rule, 13 oh. and 15 to five. Jeez. So that's a little bit going on in sports, but let's get back. We'll finish up here with the prom. Now I can't go over with you. I did not have Brian pull up these songs or anything, but just to let you know what the kids were dancing to, these were the top 10 songs that week okay. at number 10. Up two notches, shake your body down to the ground by the Jacksons. At number nine, up a notch, uh, he's the greatest dancer by Sister Sledge. Okay. Take me home by Cher, up a notch to number eight. I don't think I've heard um, any of these yet. <laughs> holding at number seven, I want your love by Chic. Uh, Wings coming at number six with Good Night Tonight. Oh, Here's one you, you all know. Uh, number five, up a notch, Village People in the Navy at number five. Uh, Stumbled in by Susie Quattro at number four. Hot Stuff by Donna Summer at number three. We're all very familiar with that song, as well as the whole entire top three. Uh, number two, <clears throat> Heart of Glass by Blondie. And I'm sure played by The Wizard, Reunited by Peaches and Herb you know, yeah, at you know, number yeah. one again this week. Hey, you know, so a uh, little trivia question for somebody that may not know. Susie Quattro, do you know what else she's known for? I, I had her in a tournament, and I probably... I can't remember it though, so I'm gonna say I don't know the answer, but I think I'm gonna be She played Pinky Tuscadero's sister Leather Tuscadero on the Happy Days. Okay, I don't think I knew that. I did not know that. So yeah, she had the number four song that week. And now, of course, not everybody likes to go to the prom. So in case you 
did not want to go to the prom. Some of the movies playing that weekend at the new moon, you had hurricane. Now this is, of course, the Denzel movie was in the, was many years later, uh, but hurricane with Jason Robards and Mia Farrow okay. is playing at the new moon. And of course, at 11 o'clock is when the X-rated movies start. Yeah, as long as you have proper identification. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, things in this podcast. Well, I should say 11 o'clock is when the doors open. The X-rated movies will start at 1130. I don't have those the names of those movies, but uh, Hurricane was just a regular RPG movie, something like that. So at the Vincent's Drive-In, I don't have Plaza films, but at the Vincent's Drive-In, Speed Trap. With Joe Don Baker and Tyne Daly of Cagney and Lacey fame. I didn't know she was a lead actress in a 70s movie. No. I thought Cagney and Lacey was her first big breakout role. But um, and if you just want to stay in town and go to the Midway Drive-In, Invasion of the Body Snatchers will be playing oh. on this beautiful May weekend. So now let's get down to the prom. Get down to We've, we've already gone over the candidates. I will yes. quickly go through them again. Um. They are Lori Latch, Norma Smith, Anita Shoulders, Susan England, Terry Laughlin for the Queen, and then the King, John Sumner, Jim Strange, Kent Cunningham, Lee Akers, and Doug Dunahy. And this year's Queen is Brian had it correct. Norma Smith is the Queen this year. Congratulations, uh, Norma, Norma. And big time wrestler Jim Strange will okay. be the King, and Very they will nice. be dancing to Somewhere in the Night by Barry Manilow. One thing I've noticed. And I noticed it in both of my years, and I've mentioned it on some episodes before. The kiss on the lips was much more, and I'm not talking like between a couple, like the king and the queen oh, yeah. would like share, like, and there's multiple, there's pictures in both of my years of a, <clears throat> a kiss on the lip. I, I don't know. I haven't been to a prom in 33 years, but like, and, and, you don't see that anymore, do you? Like, where, I, like the, if she's not like your girlfriend or something, you give her a big old kiss on the lip. No, uh, a matter of fact, <laughs> Bar Reeve didn't even do them together. They had all the girls go line up, and then all the boys go like they're they weren't even on the stage together. Okay, so yeah, everyone so, kissing there. So you, there was a picture a picture of um, Jim Strange and Norma Smith sharing a congratulatory kiss right after on the she lips. was crowned queen. Um. So just looking at some of the coverage in the paper or in the paper and the um in the um yearbook. Um Joe Kurtz, it looks like I don't know if it was his date, but he he shared a slow dance with Susie Fox just hours after the Oh, it was his date. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can tell you that for a fact. <laughs> All right. Yes, yeah, so Susie Fox um and Joe Kurtz, and of course Greg Smith and Elaine Gognet sharing a dance. Huh. Uh they would go on to Elaine lived right across the street from me. Greg Smith was my favorite basketball player on the 1979 basketball team. Jeez. So that was quite a power couple for me. Yes. Um, so they have still married today. They shared a. Oh, they uh, are. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I live out there and, and I drive by there. I don't know how many times I've told my family when we drive by Greg Smith's house every time we come to Lawrence County that he was my favorite basketball player on the 1979 team, but I will continue saying that every single time we drive by Why would that you? house. Um, let's see here. Other things going on, just a couple other things. Uh, I mentioned in the paper we've got Barbara Adams. It looks like she went with a John Caphammer. I don't know if John Caphammer was a student at our school. It doesn't mention that he's a student. I've it's never Barbara's heard that a senior. Name. Uh, he he's dancing, having a good old time, listening to that beat. They say, um, "Here's a power couple still together." Bob Parrott, 1976 graduate, is there with his date, Junior Bobby Roark, and right. uh, enjoying the night. And 
Bob um, and Bobby married for a long, long time. Uh, Robbie Andrews there with Tracy Bennett. They're sitting with Elaine and Greg previously mentioned. And I did some research. I, I don't really know Robbie very well. I've, Chad and Eric have always talked about him a lot. Um, so I did a little research. It looks like Robbie and Tracy were married today still. So oh, the, the camera really like found the couples that they knew had like, I mean, almost everybody on here is married to the person <laughs> they were with. Great. Um, <laughs> so, and then my favorite picture, I need to, um, crop this one and put it on the site. Um, it's been a long night at the prom. The, the caption says, oh, my aching eyes, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. John Baker, Duke, so oh. John and Elsie Baker are sitting with their hands over their head and their eyes. I've uh, seen that picture before. <laughs> That's awesome. I wonder um, if it was when, uh, when the king and queen started making out. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> uh, it says, Mr. and Mrs. John Baker are not asking for guidance to last the night. They are shielding their eyes from the, fli oh, the flickering lights. Oh, the, the disco. Yeah, hitting that big old disco ball. It says these lights, the Sun commercial, this is what they say. This is their editorial on it. These lights may be effective on the dance floor, but some find them very uncomfortable. And they were right in the eyes of the bakers. Um, so the superintendent was chaperoning the dance? Yeah, superintendent. Dang, what they were the, yeah, you got to like that. So um, the decorations, mm. you can see some pictures of the decorations, do look, look beautiful that night on the lighted disco floor. I think that pretty much covers 1979. And thank you, Barbara Adams, for your poem. And I hope you had a good time with Mr. Cap Pammer. And I hope you guys got married because everybody, you, else. Might, you, you might be Barbara Allender. So maybe not. <laughs> uh, if you and Cap Pammer didn't get married, you're about the only person there that did not get married of this group. So best of luck. And well, that is 1979 well, somewhere in the night last dance. What yeah. a, uh, what a big night for yes. it was a big night. Uh, real quick, another big night is if you're hungry for pizza, because if you are hungry for pizza, as I stall to find the music, I got it right here. It's it's now May. Is this where we're going? Yes, I was looking for the song, and now I got it. Go, Gary. <laughs> Our pizza of the month is a delicious chicken margarita pizza. Wow! Let me tell you how to make it. I would. I'm going to guess that you start with the crust. Okay, we're going to start with our crust. Okay. It's going to be olive oil and a mix of spices for the sauce. So mm, we're going with uh, just an oil oil base this time. Then we're going to add grilled chicken. Okay, I like it. We're going to add, we're going to add fresh mozzarella cheese. Mm. We're going to slice some grape tomatoes. We're going to go with some fresh basil. Did you say grape tomatoes? Grape tomatoes. Nice. But we're going to slice them in half so they're laying flat. Yeah. We're going to go some fresh basil and Parmesan cheese on the top. We're going to bake that baby. And you can get your 10-inch for $11.79 or a 14-inch for $18.79. Chip, if you did gonna... want to order, what number would you call? I would call 945-FOOD. That's 945-3663. 945-FOOD. Put it in your phone if you haven't done that yet since last episode. Are, are, are we ready for 1980? I don't know. Are we done with the pizza house? <laughs> I well, they got a whole host of other menu items. They, they're not serving just that chicken margarita and They got pizza. the uh, the hand-scooped ice cream. Of course, they're open Tuesday through Sunday, 4 to 9. But if, you, if you're dying to have lunch on the first Friday of every month, guess where you can go? Mm, pizza house. That's right. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it's this. I saw. Yeah, that first Friday is this Friday. It's always every May. It's the day before the Kentucky Derby. So if you're trying to get your all your first Saturdays, first Fridays, trying to figure line, that all so out. Yeah. Enjoy the Pizza House and the Kentucky Derby this weekend because we probably have this episode out before. Right, not to put any pressure on Brian. God, golly, I guess I'll put it up tomorrow. <laughs> um, all right, Gary. Otherwise, I got to wait till June something yeah. to go for the Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, go Friday. Just show up every Friday. One yeah. one of those days, the door's going to be open. <laughs> all right, Gary. Nineteen eighty. You care if I do another ad real quick? Oh gosh, I'd love it. All right. Why have just a party when you can have a ball? Do the latest steps, looking your best at Dick Fessel's oh. clothing store. Woo. Dick Fessel's is offering prom attire this year. If you're a Lawrenceville student, you got to get your order in by April 23rd. If you're a Red Hill student, we need your order in by April 30th. Get so, where can you get your tuxedos? Lawrenceville. Two weeks. Yeah. Lawrenceville, Dick Fessel to go get your all your tuxedo needs for that. So, let's go white. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I will say. In my one prom I attended, I'm a big prom fan, but I've only been to one of them. I got my tuxedo, rented it from Dick Fessels. Oh, in Olney. Olney, okay. Lawrenceville uh, location was closed at that time, but yeah. yes, went to the Olney one. How was your service there? Excellent. Jack Fy has been a friend of the family for years. Um, so, yeah, he, he really took care of us as well as... Um, did my measurements for my wedding or something. I, I know I went over there before my wedding, but we got him up in Bloomington. I got married in Bloomington. but uh, They just sent him up there via fax. I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he take he, he does that. I don't think they're open anymore, but he would do that. For, Dick Fessels might be open, but I don't, know if, I don't think Jack Fye is running day-to-day operations anymore. But yeah, let's get on with the prom. Prom 1980. We're going to do it again on a Friday night. It's going to be okay. Friday night, That's May rough. the 9th, with the theme of reminiscing is the name of this theme this time. So we're going to do – we're going to be – we're going to be reminiscing. That's the Little, uh, Little River Band, I think. Is there a song called that? Then reminiscing. I think that's it. I don't think Chip covered this, but I, mean, I think I know we did talk about the junior class. I mean, it is, it's always the junior class prom, and the student body, of course, of course, votes for the candidates and the royalty. So this is a junior class uh, prom once again. Let's go ahead and get into who they selected as their candidates. So keep these names in mind. Okay. We're going to go with Queen candidates, Carrie Ann Dillard. Okay. Julie Schubert, Lisa Brennan, Tina Leg, and Julie Griffin. So that's your that's your Queen candidates. For the King candidates, we're going to go with Brian Butler, Raymond Price, Matt Allenbaugh, Brian Zellers, and Terry Leg are your junior king candidates this year so keep those go ahead and do your let's do it now while the names are fresh predictions predictions i'm I gonna i know who won queen I, I, so i'm not gonna i'm gonna stay out of that <laughs> well i do i think did we cover the school year we might i yeah, think 80 81 or no 79 yeah we definitely did 79 80 so was we it, have covered this was it year. carrie and dillard it was it, it, no. it was not oh no i remember who it was yeah i believe that's who i predicted on the yeah. we'll, we'll get to that we'll do it okay. in the time right? there's if everyone already knows, we'll just go ahead and move along yeah, here. You make your predictions at home. <laughs> Obviously, I know. didn't. I do <laughs> no, now, though. True. I remember. It. So, uh, again, we have a Friday night prom, and this one also is going to be held in the Red Hill High School Gymnasium. It says here the junior class was able to get the gym one week prior to the prom oh, for preparation. Man. So, P 
PE was stuck for the outdoors or to the yeah, other gym, I suppose, if you were going to have PE. Hopefully the weather was nice. No basketball workouts. And no. I mean, got to find another gym in the district. I mean, either the girls' gym or what? Five, six, I, or somewhere. I was really happy to hear this because I didn't get this in 82. The junior class sponsors, of course, the sponsors are always going to be a big part of the mm -hmm. decorations and things. Listen to this dream team. I don't know this first teacher, but Mrs. Spencer. I don't know who that is necessarily. Yeah, Mrs. Spencer. She was she was on her she was a PE teacher, I think, that uh she was on her way out when I was Mr. on my way in. Mr. Robert Clymer. Mm -hmm. No Mary Lou Poland. No yeah. Susan Walker. No Roy Dillard. No oh, yeah, Paul Tugaw. No if you got this next guy, you're also gonna have a lot of other you're gonna have Mr. Leonard Hazlett. Uh, I was gonna say you get Hazlett or or uh um wow. you're you're hitting the big time on decorations. I so, feel bad for the other three classes. No kidding. I'm not so sure. This who's will left. be like the class of eighty one then. So this is our junior class. This is like Shanks class and Hughes's class. All right, right. right. Yeah, if you're gonna yeah, have so a, a if you're gonna have a fantasy sponsored draft, there's I a mean, lot that's... of there's a lot of early picks right there. So that is a dream team. So let's put yourself in the shoes of uh, the Red Hill High School junior or seniors, maybe some sophomores or freshmen, waking up on a Friday morning preparing yourself to get ready to go to school. Then you got to go home and get ready for prom, like we said. So it's strange. I know, like, Brino's uh, daughter, Olivia, I think her first – what was her preparations last week? What time did the first thing start for her? I think her hair – she got her hair done at, like, 10. I thought her makeup was done, like, at 8 in the no, morning maybe. or something. Maybe. I don't know. I was playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so now you you rush out of school at, at uh, three fifteen to go get yourself ready to go. But what else was going on in the world this day? Some really tragic things happened in the United States uh, this day that I'm sure throughout the school day they were, you know, maybe the TVs were turned on. I don't know. But thirty five motorists. Thinking about this, thirty five motorists die when a bridge collapsed into Tampa Bay, Florida. Oh, man. Had a massive a, a, a break in the bridge. Wow. 35 motorists are dead because of that. This is also the day of the Norco shootout, Riverside, California. A bank bank robbery went uh, went a, a, a bad direction. Two law enforcement officers were killed. Uh, one suspect was killed and eight others were wounded. And then this Friday night, debuting at the movie theaters, Friday the 13th is debuting oh. at the movie. So a classic movie with umpteen uh, sequels, the uh, uh, that came out after that. So uh, those are those are some other things going on in the in the country on that Friday. So now we've got we're out of school. We are going to the dance. And what songs do you think you would hear? Well, I have a feeling this is played. I, I had Brian to pull some of these. When you want to go and play the air supply song, we can I, play that for just a few seconds. I would love to. I don't know if if reminiscing was a song, but if not, I know there was some slow dances Chip, going on. Reminiscing, down. isn't that a song by the Little Little River Band? Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'm gonna skip ahead here as Lost in Love gets a little slow start. You know you can fool me. I've been loving you too long. It started so easy. But you want to carry on. What a song. Yeah. There, yeah, it's fantastic. There you go. I mean, if, I mean if, if you don't feel like kissing the queen on the lips when you listen to that, <laughs> you don't have a pulse. <laughs> Number two in all the land 
was a guy by the name of Christopher Cross. Oh, so good. Ride Like the Wind was number two in the country this weekend. So big at this in this era. And I've got such a long right here. Such a long way to go. With one of one, Gary's favorite singers. I was going to say, one of Gary's on <laughs> favorite voices singing back up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just a, relegated a backup for Mr. Cross. Michael McDonald. And then I feel like Christopher Cross created this whole Yacht Rock thing. I don't know if it's him, but when I yeah, think I, of Yacht Rock, it's Christopher Cross. I, I think, think probably he's like the song. child for it. Yeah. I still get the feels when I hear that song about... Uh, that was in Arthur. Oh, Arthur's theme, the best that you can do. God, that when he says that the moon over New York, uh, stop it. That's mm, just really yeah, that's good. good. Reminds me of and, the first time I stayed all night at Neil Heath's house. Arthur, double okay. double feature that night at Neil's house. Arthur followed by Ten with Bo Derek. Oh, that was on VHS or just on the TV? I think on, it was on Channel Ten, guys. Okay. <laughs> Those two movies it took about six hours of watching both with all the commercials. <laughs> and the number one song in all the land, Blondie with Call Me. Ooh, yeah. Good song. This song is, this song is 1980. If I we're, in a, we're in a music group that just did 1980 last month, and this made it to the championship game of 1980. This song just starts driving it, to the, and it uh. never lets up. It just... They never let up. Is this... Okay, if I'm missing somebody, I apologize. Is this the best band in rock and roll history that's all male with a female singer? Well, no doubt, I guess, would be their their biggest competition. I mean... yeah. But I don't think no doubts in the Rock and Roll Hall There's of Fame. There's two. Don't don't throw Fleetwood Mac out there. <laughs> True, they're gonna make it. That's good. Point. No, they can't. Christy, there's two. There's two females in the group. No, no, no. We're talking about no doubt being Rock and Roll oh, Hall of Famers. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. <laughs> I thought he was saying that you could throw Fleetwood yeah, I, Mac out there. Um, I, I mean, Chip, that was good coming up them quick. I'd have to think about that a little bit, but I don't know who else it would be. And I think I, I'll, I'll, that may they may not helpful. be in the, they, I, Yeah, I mean, I can't. It's got to be. I mean, it's got to be Blondie and No Doubt 1 and 2, you would think. Yeah, that was a good job coming we'll up with that. them. I can't. Well, guys, it's, it's coronation time. Oh, boy. Can everybody go? Yeah, they were inducted in 2006, by the way, Blondie. Okay, back to it. <laughs> well, I didn't have any big details on uh, really sophisticated rules on who could go to the coronation. Now, did you say oh. this was in the gym? This was also in the gym. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The new, the new gym. And something else before I know, you know, a lot of uh, my, I think both of mine were in the executive inn, I think, over in Vincent's. I just went two years. Yeah, I think mine they were was in the executive in my uh, junior and senior. I the holiday inn, Brian. Yeah. I remember going yeah. to coronations over for, for you and probably yeah, 86 both of mine and 87. Were the but I saw an, uh, an ad that uh, the executive inn was uh, opening the spring summer of 1980 i thought that was oh wow open long before that hmm. well it said grand opening and they bringing in vincent's uh legend red skeleton for the opening is what it Jeez. said so i didn't so i would have thought that was open before oh, 1980, I would too, unless there was like that the big atrium and everything was like new or something yeah I maybe don't know. something I'm just, I'm just throwing i'm You're just spitballing spit yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like someone it. out there knows something about that so what was going on there but anyway you know, I, I thought wonder- that was 
I wonder there's if some ties to I, prom with the executive end. I'm just throwing. I, I'm, I'm I'm just like my friend Chip <laughs> spitballing here. But you know, there's like that the big section with the atrium and all that. But there was also that part in the back that was like an old school motel with doors yeah. on the outside. Oh, so yeah. I wonder if like maybe an old, yeah, an old roadside if, motel. If maybe there. that was there, okay, at one time, and then they you know built the big yeah. city type thing, and now it's a Culver's and a trucks or a mm-hmm. gas station store. Yeah. Yeah. what a classic place to go have dinner or whether a sunday a sunday buffet or you got to go there for the di- oh man that was such a cool yeah place. my one my one prom i went to i we had dinner there at executive yeah, i did too so it's nice you were right there yeah i mean everything was on location it made it really nice yeah we had, uh, dinner, I, we had dinner there one year then went over to the holiday i don't think i ever Maybe yeah. both years. There's a piano music playing in the background. Yeah. It was very, very like fancy. fancy. Oh yeah, you <laughs> yeah. Like... I have never eaten at that place with my family. I've only eaten there on my prom day and with the Emmons family. The Emmons family were big. I think uh, Mrs. Clark was a big fan. Oh yeah, because I because I know she was involved in that meal. So. It was like going to the yeah, Met my Gala. family never ate there. Yeah, it wasn't for us. Well, coronation time, like I said, of the class of '81, our junior class here. Guesses on the queen one more time. Well, um, I said Carrie and Dillard, and I think that's who I said when we did the did that school. I'm pretty year. sure I know who the queen is, so I don't want to give it away. The I queen, think I know who the king is too. Your queen of the 1980 prom is Julie Schubert. Schubert. Congratulations. Great and your king for the 1980 prom is Mr. Matt Allenbaugh. Ooh, I thought Raymond Price won it. Okay, I Matt Allenbaugh. And I don't know, Chip, you didn't mention this, but I had in mind a, a, a couple people named Royal Attendants. And I believe the Royal Attendants were maybe the runners-up is the way I'm the way it looks like oh. to me. Because oh, wow. your Royal Attendants were Tina Lake and Brian Zellers, who were both candidates. So I'm assuming that maybe meant that they were runner-ups okay. for this particular year. Must have been, year. yeah. Hmm. Either that or congeniality, or I don't know. Yeah. Now, I didn't get to this, but... Can I share a poem with you guys, too? Wow. <laughs> Who knew tonight was poetry night on the Old School Red Oak podcast? I'm sorry. I don't have a po- You know what? I think I may actually have a poem. <laughs> Go ahead. This was this was composed by Helen Franz. Oh, okay. Donna's mom? I don't, very well, I don't know. It's called Memories Times. Hazy thoughts of yesterday like clouds of misty rain. Wishes, hopes, and memories are all of which remain. The years, like minutes, go by too fast. And it seems before you know it, our future is past. The days, as we remember, like fairy tales and rhymes, we know we have experienced our most wonderful times. Dang. Yeah. I mean, it's... let's Let that hit home, Debbie Scott. That took it out of me for a second. That was something else right there. there when, friends. when you got ready to go into that last line, I swore you were going to say, and so are the days of our lives. <laughs> uh, by the way, I just looked on the, my little clip of the paper that I snipped out. I do have a poem. Yes. <laughs> Some of the pictures, of course, the uh, the Vincent Sun commercial. Actually, I, I don't think about Yeah, I, I posted this one this week on the old school Facebook page. The Accent on Living page mm-hmm. over the years has had pretty good coverage of the proms. Mm-hmm. And they called this the Bridgeport High School prom. Okay. Got a picture of just a, a full dance floor. Uh, we got pictures of, let's see here, Lisa Brennan and Bill Daner having a slow dance. You got a picture with Donna Lytle and Ray Abbott sharing an intimate moment. 
Got a picture of Lynette Smith and Bob Smith. Lynette's looks like she's playing volleyball with a balloon. So oh. fun times. Oh, that was fun. Now, the prom. now, were they already married? Or That's what well, it sounds like. It sounds like to me, maybe oh, that's yeah. probably what happened. Now, well, that would end up moving into P.D. Rosenberger's house on Franklin Street years from well, not that long from now, like what PD, 12 or 13 years what later. Maybe stuff, less than that. Probably Paul David, something like that. Sounds good to me. <laughs> now, I don't have much on after proms. <laughs> Do you guys have, did you have much on after prom? I've no, got, I've got, I don't even know yes. if after prom was a thing back then. Well, I can it, tell you in 1980. It, it, it becomes a thing here real shortly. <laughs> I can tell you in 1980, the only coverage I have is that there was a meeting in March at the home of Mr. and Mrs. George Zellers. Okay. That's I all I know. There was said. no other mention. I know exactly where I swam. I mean, that was a great, great house, but there was at least a meeting. Don't know if it occurred, but the, the Zellers, they organized the meeting for after prom. Yeah. So, guys, what are you going to do on Saturday? You know, we, we got home. If there was after prom, you know, some of us didn't get home until 2 or 3 in the morning, maybe later than that. Yeah, the sun came up. The sun was up when I got home. Uh, you know, well, I guess you could. I know what you, I'm going to do. You could have planned to go to the movies on Saturday night. You could have gone maybe see Flashdance or Blue Thunder Saturday night. You could have done that. Could have. Or maybe, or maybe you went to Newton. To watch the IESA sectional track meet. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Saturday night? Well, this was during the daytime on Saturday. Oh. Of course, of course you could have gone to the movies Saturday night, but yeah. during the daytime, you could have gone to Newton. Okay. And if you did, you saw Kelly Blair place fourth in the long jump. Congratulations, Kelly, on that also. The 440-yard relay team of Brett Atkins, Jeez. Herbie Satterweight, Todd Polk, and Darren Thomas placed fifth. Fast. And then Thomas also advanced the state by placing first in the shot put. He's going to throw that shot put next weekend in Clinton and uh, compete for a state title. Yeah. They're in DeWitt so County. Yep. Probably threw that a long way. And I think that's going to conclude my coverage of the 1980 prom. Well, if Thank that's you, going before I move on to 1981, let's talk banking, shall we? money do you want to uh do you want to bank with some bank that doesn't really care about anything about you or what your mind does who'd be excited about that yeah and I, I think i remember from talking to david king on the last episode who lives in lawrence county he likes that personal touch is what he likes yeah That's he does like he says dave likes personal touches and there's no place no bank that gives it to you like people state bank i was looking at their history on their website actually their website's very um very got a lot of good stuff in there that banking system actually started in 1875 the people's bank of newton the oldest financial institution in jasper county so mm. yeah so the 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 roots are deep let's just say that and they continue to serve customers not only in that area but also down our way too with four convenient locations in bridgeport and sumner and then also st francisville and lawrenceville for all your personal business banking needs and you know you don't listen if you want to like get money transfer accounts chip they got this new thing called mobile banking like you don't have to Ooh. physically go to the bank anymore that's good right there yeah right there right there on your right phone. your phone so they're they're not only good people and they care about the community doing things like pack the place and 4-h events but 
They also allow you to use your smartphone to move your money around, and I like it. That's People State Bank, Bridgeport, Lawrenceville, Sumner, and St. Francisville. So 1981 is where we're headed, and that is my year. So let me pull that up. And let's just start off right off the bat. I'm going to give you the king and queen candidates because, you know, that picture appears in the paper, what, usually maybe even a week beforehand just to let Mm -hmm. the, the folks ponder on it. Red Hills royalty prom king queen will be chosen from these candidates. Natalie Abernathy, Julie Harper, Lynn Latch, Dolores Ferguson, and Connie Pimbleton. Good crew. Good crew. Now, for this podcast purposes and our age (laughs) and who we liked, listen to this king group. (laughs) Mark Jordan. Mark, a fan of the podcast. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Tony Gator Gaither. He'd been mm. on the podcast. Yes, he has. David Todd. Fan of the podcast. Steve Powerhouse Potts. Jeez. I'm sure he's listened. I, I, I don't have any confirmation. He's the first one I haven't had confirmation on, but I'm sure he has. And Berkeley Carey. That okay. is your king possibilities and queen possibilities for me. And I don't 8th. know this one, so I'm going to have a legitimate guess on this. I was oh, thinking neither. I knew it, but I was a year off. It's Gary's people that I know. Um, so, uh, so I got to really wrap my mind around this. So, did you mention Connie Pimbleton? I did. Way to pick I'm up. I'm going. That. I'm going with Berkeley and Connie. Berkeley and Connie going with that. Um, right. I love it when they they. That's just great when they these these couples start and they're still together forty years later. That's awesome. Um, Let's see. You don't have to guess now. You can let it sink in. I'm going. Or you can guess. Do what you want to do. Yeah, I'm just. Hmm. Can you you just go through the girls? Just last name. Oh, I'd love to. Abernathy, Harper, Latch, Ferguson, Pimbleton. Okay. I think I know, but I don't know for sure, so I'm still going to guess it anyway. And then those boys' names, please. (laughs) Okay, I know I got it. Jordan Gaither, Todd Potts, (laughs) Carey. Okay, I got my guesses. Do I give them now? Oh, I, Gary go ahead. His. If you've got them, do um, it. And I made from studying these, it might be that I think I don't know it, but I may know it. I'm going latch and pots, and I may okay. know that and didn't right. think I knew it. You didn't. Okay, okay. let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on. My prom's going to be May 8th, and that is for the first time that I think in, in Vincennes, Indiana at the holiday inn. And there was a, there was a school board meeting that happened um, months beforehand and it says Red Hill considers prom pending a vote by the junior and senior classes and finalization of plans. They want to have their prom over in Vincent's at the Holiday Inn. And and uh, there was some concern from the board. Jerry Devonshire said it takes a small minority to mess up the majority. And if the gym exactly. was in the dance, it would be a different thing. However, at the Holiday Inn, it colors it differently. Your experience is different when you are in a public place. It's very still, profound. I mean, he's easy he's, access to hotel rooms. It's there's there's a lot could go wrong by not having it in your own gym. Standing up for the the students was junior class sponsor Otis Hamill. He said that it's worth a try with this group of kids. I think a little bit of time ought to be devoted to the good kids. Why let the minority cloud the event for the good kids? Hamill said that he had supported six or seven class sponsors, and at least he had the support of the sponsors and and several parents. We would be safe in saying that we have 
We have reluctance in this situation, Harry Rice said. However, I'm not blocking it. I'm for trying something new. And and uh, to, as we skip ahead to the first week of May, that is actually going to happen. Now, that day, if you picked up the paper on uh, on Friday, May 8th, got big news in culinary um, world of Lawrence County. Druthers is about to open in Lawrenceville. Oh, boy. And I don't think I knew this. Druthers is a new franchise having been renamed from the former Burger Queen. Yep. Oh, I, did, okay. I didn't remember that. It, there was a Burger Queen sign out there at the beginning. The, the Burger Because I remember there's a picture oh, of, the really? record of the Burger Queen sign. I don't know if it ever opened as a Burger Queen, but that's what they thought well, it you're was going to be. You're about to find out. The signage and everything. They, Burger Queen had 180 other stores. This was the first restaurant to open under the new name. Charles D. Cool Sr., who will be the operator and manager, said the market research was done on the name and the quote-unquote acceptance was way, way up there. For Druthers? For Druthers. <laughs> Yes, way, way up. Not just way, way, way up. Uh, Leading up to the promise, Lukey's placed second in the NEC track meet at Alney. No shocker, Doug Shank won the 100 and the 220 and anchored the winning 440 relay team. Other first by the Slukies, Dave Pank won the long jump, 20 feet, four and three quarter inches. What did Kelly Blair jump? I don't know. Just okay. an eighth grade. Yeah, oh, that's eighth right. grader. I forgot he was an eighth grade. <laughs> Jeff Hawkins won the 330 low hurdles, and that 440 relay team that won was Hawkins, Cliff Green, Steve Spiller, and Doug Shank. So you had Hawkins and Shank on the on the two outer legs, and that's pretty good. Yeah, and Spiller, I don't know a lot about him, but he was mentioned two years ago, so it must have just been a sophomore. So he must be good if he was in the paper two years ago. There was a yeah. wedding announcement for June 1st, upcoming wedding. Kim Worth of Bridgeport, who's set to graduate in a month, is slated to marry Bridgeport Police Officer Rick Sloniker. At really? The, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. At the movies, if you have no interest in the hoopla of the prom, at the plaza, hardly working. In Jerry Lewis's first film back in a decade, he plays Bo Hooper, an unemployed circus clown who can't seem to hold down a job. I did do some research on this movie, and they ran out of financing after about a week into it, and uh, Jerry Lewis ended up putting up a bunch of his own money and ended up filing bankruptcy after that. Excalibur is the other movie. That's an R-rated movie. Merlin the Magician helps uh, unite Britons around the round table of Camelot, even as dark forces conspire to tear it apart. At the new moon, it was Coal Miner's Daughter and a midnight showing of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And if you wanted to watch a movie at the drive-in, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was over there. And at the Indian Tavern, if you need any refreshments for the prom, a case of Budweiser would set you back $8.55. Or a 12-pack of Sterling was $5.75. Fair. So I mentioned it earlier. Sunday, April 5th, there was an edition um, all about the prom. Just talking, there was there's a story about all what all the schools were going to do. There was interviews with other articles of with the dress shops and what the fashions looked like. So I thought we'd just touch on real quickly some other proms of that year. Lawrenceville, they're going to have theirs on the Holiday Inn on May 2nd. Keep on loving you is the theme there. 190 junior and seniors and their dates attend. That seems like an awful lot of people, 380 people going to that prom. Uh, as of April 5th, the class president said of post-prom, we're behind on this, but we'll have something. 
So then I did a little research, found out what they ended up doing. They went to the Plaza Theater having a special showing of the Electric oh, Horseman. Wow. Electric Horseman was a two-year-old movie starring Robert Redford and Jane Fonda about a rodeo star past his prime who steals his company horse and rides into the desert accompanied by a feisty reporter. So a couple-year-old movie they went to see after prom. Carrie Horn was queen, and Tony Jarvis was the king. Vincent Gervais held their prom April 25th at the Knights of Columbus. 51 couples attended that one. And they had the live band Rendezvous. And the student council president got up and sang blue suede shoes for the crowd, and the after prom was at Roller Dome. Vincent's Lincoln held theirs on May 15th at Green Auditorium, living in a fantasy. They had an elaborate set build of decorations to simulate a tropical island with exotic foliage, including a grass hut built into the building there. South Knox, May wow. 2nd, they had their post-prompt, the Roller Dome as well. North Knox in the school cafeteria with a live band, Rendezvous, and then they go home and change. They go back to the school for a different band. So, and another dance, oh. which I thought was interesting. So, so their after prom is just another dance. Uh, I yeah. like that. Yeah, with a different band. So that's fun. That's great. If you're keeping score here now, because Rendezvous playing the Red Hill <laughs> prom, three proms the band Rendezvous played that year, um, within a month's time. So good gig. They yeah. were they were obviously hot. Top five songs in the nation at number five: Betty Davis Eyes. Number four: Angel in the Morning. Number three, Being With You. And number two was this vehicle by Grover Washington and Bill Withers. Just the two of us. If you're a Sirius XM fan, this was the this was the exact countdown this past week on 80s on 8. Oh, wow. And the number one song in the nation, they had to change the name of this one. Because... Dolly Parton had already come out with 9 to 5, so they changed this to Morning Train. By Sheena Easton, of course. Featured twice in Seinfeld. Once with <laughs> yeah. George working and once with Kramer working. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> so the Red Hill Prom. Junior class going to present it to the senior class. Lost in love, a prom night to remember. The dinner and dance was held at, like I said, the Holiday Inn. The prom colors were silver and blue. Junior class motto, go for it. Now, gopher is spelled like the animal, G-O-P-H-E-R. It's a play on words. Thank you. Buffet dinner is what they served them. As of April 5th, uh, da, 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 as of April 5th, Red Hill had no plans for a formal post-prom, but quote-unquote, mm-hmm. individual parents are having private parties. Ooh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, did you just say a buffet was served to all the, like, if you're going to prom, there's a buffet served Buffet at the Holiday Inn. And you so you don't have to like go to another restaurant or something like go to Kings or I'm not telling you in. listen I'm not going to tell you you can't <laughs> but it is not necessary oh I, I like this so they're they're doing things to keep everybody even though they can't be at the school kind of keep everybody enclosed in one spot That's that right. had to be expensive <laughs> well I guess sure they had to buy tickets or something I would think I uh, probably yeah. Uh, gowns were pretty feminine this year, according to the manager of the main thing. Um, 
They uh, and then they also talked to Gates, and they said colors are pastels, lilacs, and orchids are the fashion color this year. So there you go. I thought it was interesting the way this article was written. It said, "Milady will dance the evening away at the spring prom in frilly, old-fashioned, feminine gowns." I've never used the word milady, but so now it's it's obviously poem time which i didn't know was a thing but evidently in in the late 70s and early 80s it was lost in love this is the night this is by kathy kathy couch lost in love is the theme of the night the lights are down low the music's just right this is the night that will end too soon when we look at the stars and we reach for the moon the stylings of Miss Kathy Couch. Mm. So, back to the dance. We've got a, a king and a queen to crown. Chip, who did you say? I had Latch and Potts. I pick Latch every time. Um, and I seem like I'm usually wrong, but. And Gary, you went with. Big fan ever because she went, lived in Rochester, lives in Rochester. You went with the power couple? Yes, I did. Well, you're both wrong. The queen is Miss Julie Harper, and the king is Mister mm. Mark Jordan. Mark Jordan, Julie Harper. All right, so. Julie, the older sister of Stacy, and uh, Mark Jordan, of course, Steve Jordan's older brother. Steve, Steve and Angela's older brother. Yes, Brian Zellers is the senior class president, and Christy Young is the junior class president. Brian Zellers also in the marriage license applications in this group of newspapers okay <laughs> wow he's very busy i mean they hosted the the they hosted the family that was in gary so the year before they hosted the thing at the zeller's house you know that they were one of the families having a party he won he won the second place thing in yeah. gary's he's getting married that's and right he's <laughs> doing he's the class president yeah <laughs> what's up brian butler he's got a picture in the paper he's on crutches got a, a badly sprained ankle uh how did it happen you might ask he fell through the steps in the barn so i think i remember this story he's on crutches during it and a picture of uh, david todd and lynn latch as they arrived hand in hand as did cindy moore and mark murphy so there you go that is all i have for 1981 solid year before we move Man. on to 82, let's talk about someplace that's really, really good to go out to eat. And that is, I tell you what, let's role play. I'm going to be like I'm the waiter, or in most cases, a waitress at Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport. And you guys are the diners. Are we there well, on prom? Is this prom night or just this regular night? Saturday, Saturday at noon. <laughs> okay. okay, guys, what are you going to have? Well, we're going to have the same thing. Oh, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, I'm going I'm to order for Chip. Thank you. <laughs> we need two double cheeseburgers with pickles only. Okay. And we need two orders of french fries. Okay. He'll have a he'll have a sweet tea and I'm going to have a... I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have a bush light. Okay, bush light. Okay. okay. Can uh, can I get you guys an appetizer at all? Like, what do you like? Well, my favorite appetizer at Gray's is going to be the fried cauliflower. Okay, that's my always my go-to. What so. do you like to dip that in, guy? 
Uh, well, it's probably some people may think that I like the horseradish dipping sauce. I like to have a little Mullins French dressing as well. Yeah, I like the French dressing. Whether it's That's mushrooms or cauliflower that I get at Gray's, I like to dip it in that French dressing. But you can get lots more than that. You can get tenderloins. You can get steaks. They got specials on their Facebook page every day at lunch. So check that out. Gray's Restaurant in Bridgeport, you're not going to find a better place. And good chance when you go in there and sit down and eat, you're going to see somebody you know that maybe you haven't seen for a while. Like last time I saw Jerry Legg, ran into Neil Heath, always run into somebody in there. So 618-945-9501 if you do need to carry out. Go back, pick it up, take it home with you. But the main thing is, let the Gray family cook for your family. Today. Hey, we had so much fun doing the prom episodes that we're going to break this one into two. So we'll do half the episode this week and then look for here in the next week or two. We'll put out part two. Guys, proms are a lot of fun. We, we kind of, we, we went with a couple hours, so we'll break this one up. There'll be some, a little bit of suspense there, waiting for what happens next and do the next team clean up. So. Yeah, it's yeah. fun looking at what's going on around, in and around Red Hill and the nation during these times. But Yeah, we can't just talk about the prom. No, 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 no. But uh, yeah, prom's a great time of the year for sure. Definitely. I was say, if you like these, like I said, we've got all the other, we, we have... We have now done 79 up to like 1998 now. Our first one we did back in 2021, we did 10 proms in one night. I don't know <laughs> oh if we cut that goodness. into two episodes. We went through every prom that we had uh, from Brian's freshman year to Gary's senior year. So I guess we went to 92. Um, or 90, yeah, 93 probably still would have been there. So I was thinking it was junior year. But yeah, we went 84 to, 84 to 93. So yeah, go back to the archives. It was, we had a blast, but yeah, I can't believe we did this was a, you know, it took us two hours to do this. Yeah. Of course, we do more extra stuff. Now. Yeah. Like we sure. have more yeah. things we throw in now than we used to. All right. That's going to wrap up part one. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, we'll release part two and uh, we'll have more fun doing it. Guys, thanks a lot. It was awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Let's go white.